You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and our colleagues, Gina and Sarah, from the Your Story Travel Company. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 676, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we'll be bringing you all the latest Disney rumors and news to help your week be a bit more magical. The Mousecapades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to book a trip, one of us would be glad to help. Just text us. We have Gina, Vicki, Sarah, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-395-0544, and we'll be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your trip, so contact one of us today. So on Friday's podcast, if you have not had a chance to listen to it, or listeners or you guys, um, Kaylee and I were talking about the history of Disney's Christmas celebrations uh, ironically, it turned into more about the candlelight processional, which was fine because it, that is really one of my most favorite parts about Christmas, but there was a lot more interesting things and we felt like that deserved its own show. So we talked about Disney's candlelight processional and how it all started. Well, this past week, they installed the stage for the coveted event that happened on Saturday and Sunday with Sterling K. Brown narrating like we mentioned last week. The stage now is directly in front of the Main Street USA train station, and they had a cast member stationed near the stage to keep people off from disturbing it. I'm not laughing about that part. I'm laughing about the fact that who wants to be that person that stands in front of the stage? And I'm hoping that they let the poor person switch out because do you could you imagine an eight-hour shift of just standing there guarding a stage while people? That would be so boring. I'm just like, I would not want that job. And then they put some trash cans in front of the stairs, hoping that people, but Stephanie and I know from working in a school that blocking something with trash cans does not mean a child's not going to try to go up on the stage. But they also had up like garland and wreaths. Um, and it was really beautifully done. It had poinsettias around and everything. And there was an audio system hidden behind a faux stained glass door and some drapes. But man, I can't imagine get guarding a stage. What'd you do today? Oh, I guarded the stage. You know, not like I helped Mickey. I walked Mickey around. I guarded an empty stage. It does sound like a pretty dull job. If you guys didn't listen to that, did you realize that in the candlelight processional in Disneyland, only invited VIP guests get to go to that? Mm Mm-mm. I didn't know that. I thought it was like Disney World where I was pretty much anybody. No, in fact... It's pretty impossible to get in there unless you know somebody who knows somebody that can get you a ticket. It's like um, Club 33 people and um, popular media people that are going to get them some notice or whatever, you know, the good, the high media Disney people, and then actors and actresses like celebrities. Prestigious. Wow. Interesting. If you want to see the Candlelight Processional, you come on down to Florida. (laughs) We'll take you. (laughs) Because everybody gets to watch it there. Hmm. I had no idea. I'm still laughing about this person guarding the stage because they had a picture of a guy with his arms crossed. <laughs> I hope they let him have his cell phone so he could play games on his cell phone while he's dead. 
<laughs> hey, maybe that person likes to people watch, and that's a great job if that's what that you want to do. That is a great do. job to do that. <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> that would be my kind of job or my husband's kind of job because we love to people watch at Disney, especially in Epcot. I'm just thinking they're so short staffed. Like you keep hearing how short staffed they are on every right. single thing, but yet they can have somebody as a stage guarder. Like, <laughs> but we can't get the rooms cleaned on time. <laughs> Ooh, good point. Well, maybe there's something more behind it. You know, maybe something liability-wise or they needed someone there to keep people from getting up yeah. there. I don't know. There has to be something more to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, while um, Mickey's Magic was being refurbished, any ride when it's refurbished, there's always a cast member standing there. And I don't think I realized that until we were there in October. But yeah, we saw a person and he's like, we're closed right now for refurbishment. We're good. Okay, put a sign up that says, sorry folks, parks closed, or excuse me, rides closed. Right. Now stop pressure to told you or something. I just, I'm like. In a way though, it's kind of, it, to me, that's actually a little bit of a Disney touch where maybe. instead True. of having to read a sign, there's someone there that can say, hey, this is closed right now. But um, you know, guess this is open and oh look, the wait time's only blah 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 and you know don't you look nice today princess and you know that's that kind true. of stuff thank you for thinking of the positive sarah <laughs> yes. i try sometimes but we really could <laughs> use those people over at the resort cleaning yes yes we <laughs> definitely could <laughs> all right so i'm going over to epcot um right now and I don't know every time i think of epcot i do think of construction 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 because it is just so full in the thick of it so there has been significantly more visible construction at Journey of Water in Epcot, which is exciting because I cannot wait for this new walkthrough attraction that's inspired by Moana. It's going to be a part of the World Nature Neighborhood. Um, the structure is starting to take place, which is great, um, but there is just a lot of construction <laughs> happening over there. So there's like a concrete base, there's wood supports, the concrete supports have appeared nearby in different shapes and sizes. The concrete supports sit in another excavated area that's kind of lower than the rest of the ground and surrounded by this temporary fencing. And then further along is another deep trench in the ground that has corrugated fencing on one side. And then the background is the first structure that was completed about a month ago. Right now, there's the mud, concrete, rebarb, and um, it just doesn't, it doesn't look like much. But we do know, according to the renderings, that it's going to be very magical and it's a child-friendly attraction that's going to feature several water features. It was originally expected to open this year but of course as many things it was pushed back and now it's likely to open in 2022. I will say it's interesting to see and I'm hoping um, Sarah will probably want to do the same thing when she's there in January when she's doing her resort day. I want to ride over the top of it because I think mm -hmm. that's kind of interesting. I know it's kind of fast but I'd like to see an aerial view of it. I know we're kind of getting a little bit how they're taking pictures and stuff, but I would like to see an aerial view of how things are coming along. Instead of just the peek throughs? <laughs> yeah, I know. They don't really, I wish they did. Why don't they just leave a little hole so we can peek through? And at Silver Dollar City, do you know, you remember that, they always mm -hmm. have a little hole so you can just peek your eye through there if you want to yeah, see. Yeah, they do at Kings Island too when they're building stuff. 
I think it's because Disney's so secret. They don't they don't want anybody to see it until it's done. So it's just like, wow, you know? It just happens. Yeah. Well you get then you start to get those, oh my gosh, I can't believe that it they're doing it this way or it looks like this and I think you stop a lot of the chit chat. I, I see this area as being like the uh the 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 drum area in Pandora. Oh yeah. This is I feel like we're gonna have sort of this interactive area that's very exciting for kids in Epcot. That would be cool. Epcot needs something like that. I mean they have it sometimes at the festivals with like the butterfly house mm-hmm. and you know, all that stuff, but it would be neat to have something stationary and, and there and and themed. Mm-hmm. Epcot just needs to get some stuff completed because yes, yeah, because it's just it's balls. Rough. It's rough. <laughs> it is balls. <laughs> That's why they keep all those festivals going, so it brings you back. <laughs> well, and it keeps you over in the showcase area. True. <laughs> right. That's done and pretty. Right. All right. So since it is the 50th uh, anniversary, Disney is doing their best to keep all of the store stocked with the 50th merchandise, which they would keep. Uh, shop disney stocked yes me too. i was looking for some christmas presents and i didn't get any because the stuff that i wanted they were out mm. but it seems like in the stores um that we could physically go into they are so there are some magical items that at least i know i am wanting and i'm sure some of our listeners are wanting as well um here are some that have been spotted that have been restocked in the emporium uh, my favorite, which I was also looking for, the 50th Mickey soap dispenser. Those things are so cute. I want one. Uh, magic bands, pins, lanyards, and hats. Um, a newer gray sweatshirt with Mickey dressed in a tux was spotted. And it has the 50th iridescent emblem at the top on the left of the shirt. There's also a baby pink, baby blue, and white matching sweatshirt and pants set. And of course, it has the Mickey emblem and even Disney World down the side of the pants, which they're totally cute and I would totally rock them. It's kind of like um, tie-dye. What? Not exactly. Mm-hmm. It's that splotchy look that's really in right it now. It looks like you threw paint at it, kind of like paint splatters. Yeah, they're really cute. I just wouldn't look good in something that's mostly white. It needs to be a smaller <laughs> body type, not mine. But yes, I, I loved the look of it. Your girls would look really cute in it, Miss Sierra. <laughs> yeah, I don't get a lot of say in what they like to wear anymore, so. Well, I'm just wondering if they see it and like it, then you, then it'd be something cute to get. I don't know. My older daughter surprised me, and she likes to go for a lot of... Um, like jewel darker tones oh. and solid colors and she's steering away from prints and things oh. and my baby likes to sparkle though <laughs> she likes the glitter Ooh. she's got her eye on one of those glittery magic bands which i need to order them right they're pretty cute yes hours have been extended at Magic Kingdom and Disney's Animal Kingdom during Christmas week. So I know there'll Yay! be some people happy about that. Um, for Magic Kingdom on December 19th, on December 19th and 21st, Magic Kingdom will open at 8 a.m. instead of 9 a.m. and close at 8 p.m. on December 20th and 
the 22nd through the 25th, the park will still open at 9 a.m., but will stay open until 10 p.m. instead of the original 9 p.m. Um, at Disney's Animal Kingdom, that park will be open from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. on December 19th to the 25th. It was previously scheduled to be open from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. So, good news for you, Vicky, and all of those people traveling in December. And remember that if you're staying um, in on property, you can enter the resort 30 minutes early. So, adjust those times as necessary. And it's highly suggested to get in there. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But I'm very excited because that means definitely you'll have some dark time to see Pandora. Because that was always my worry when we first got back from the pandemic was that they closed so early that the people couldn't see the beauty that it had at night. Mm. And it's just something you have to see. It is so pretty. It's pretty dark by eight o'clock. That's what I'm saying. So I know or you're even it's almost dark at seven too. Yeah, like in December. Six. Six or so. Like it'll it'll be good now. and dark. Yeah. It's almost Either. a little scary in there sometimes. <laughs> kind of eerie. I, I just want my mom to be able to see it, though. So, the pools at Disney's Art of Animation Resort will be closing briefly for refurbishment in early 2022, which is kind of normal. I mean, there's going to be several pools closed. We've already mentioned some earlier in the year. The Flippin' Fins Pool will close in early January and reopen in late February 2022. And the Cozy Comb Pool will then close in late February and reopen in mid-April. The Big Blue Pool will remain open during these times, and it was closed not too long ago. They did a little refurb, and it was probably because they were prepping for the winter months when these two would be closed. And the Big Blue Pool is what everybody loves the best anyway, because you can hear music underneath the water. Unless you're my, like my kids and they like the quiet pools. They like the quiet pools. It seems to be a question over and over. It's like, oh, I'm going in January or February. Are the pools going to be open? Yeah. Like, do people even swim then? And yes. <laughs> the answer oh, yeah. is yes. They do swim then. Um, and they're heated. All the pools are heated. Right. So yep. they're comfortable good. temperature. And if your kids are like mine from where it, in Kentucky, it's snowing in December and uh, they were, it was 65 and they were swimming. <laughs> they swam every night. <laughs> My kids, when we were there, our last January trip, they were in the pool. My husband and I were not. Um, <laughs> you were observing. Yes, and drinking and eating snacks. Um, and my favorite other poolside activity, which is laundry. Um, <laughs> oh, that's right. You like to do laundry while you're there. I do the same thing. Yes. Ask Vicky. I did laundry on our trip, yeah. didn't I? <laughs> she did some laundry for me. I did. So, yeah, let the kids swim. It, the pools are heated to 82 degrees, and they'll have a blast. And I think it's nice, especially with the ones that have the little bar that's real close to the pool. Like, I know when we were there, it, it was a little bit chilly. Like, Chris and I had sweatshirts on. But, like, they have these big heat lamps that mm -hmm. they face mm. out towards you. And I, it's fine. It's great. Sit there, watch the kids swim. and Yeah. Just plan accordingly if you're getting drinks to take back to your poolside chair. And if your husband doesn't go with you and you're trying to carry two drinks, you might have to ask for help from someone sitting at a nearby table to open the gate for you. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Oh. <laughs> I was, 
I was, we were at Juggling, Animal huh? Kingdom Lodge and I had two drinks in my hand and I was sitting there doing like, you know, this, like, okay, what can How I do? How do I do this? <laughs> yes. Can I use my toes? <laughs> Luckily, there was a table nearby and a lady saw me and she's Struggling. like, oh, you need help. <laughs> I was like, please. And thank you. She's like, you don't want to spill those. And I said, no, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find friends at Disney World. It's easy. That's for sure. So I have some really good new guys. I've talked about this tram for several times. <laughs> it has been a popular topic. Like, when are the trams coming back? And why has COVID kept them gone for so long? Um, it's been since March of 2020. We have not seen the trams that get you from the parking lot to the um, to like Magic Kingdom or to any of the parks. So on Thursday, December 2nd, the Disney Parks official Twitter account, not just a rumor, they said that they will be returning to Magic Kingdom later this month. And then to the rest of the Walt Disney World parks, just kind of sporadically throughout 2022. So we're super excited about this news. Uh, I know that people who drive to the parks do miss having those trams there and available. It's especially helpful if you forget where you parked and you need to drive around a little bit to find <laughs> your car. Um, been there, done that. So it it's going to be exciting for a lot of people to now have the tram available again. That's awesome. We're excited because we have to use them this time. That's what Joey was like. Yay, they're back just in time for us. Just the Magic Kingdom one. Oh, you're right. Stink. Oh, well, at least one. One's better than none. Very true. Okay, so we had some excitement this week over at Hollywood, Hollywood Studios. The rock and roller coaster attraction at Hollywood Studios was evacuated on Wednesday, December 1st, after smoke was reported within the ride. Talk about freaky. So, Ready Creek Fire Department spokeswoman Eric Washington said firefighters confirmed that there was no fire inside the building. They didn't find anything, and none of the um, evacuated guests were injured or taken to the hospital. The ride was still listed as temporarily closed on on the app um, as of Friday. It was not immediately clear how many people were evacuated on Wednesday, but each of the ride's vehicles can hold up to 24 riders. So according to Disney's Time website, WDW Stats, the ride went down just before 3 p.m. Prior to the interruption, the ride had a wait of 35 minutes. So Rock and Roller Coaster is a dark indoor looping ride set to a soundtrack of Aerosmith songs that opened in July of 1999 and it launches riders from a standstill to 57 miles per hour in under three seconds just make sure you have your head back against that breast when it takes yes. off because if not oh, you're going to yes. be in some serious pain um, well of course we'll keep watch for any details on this and we'll let you know if anything pops up I think it's interesting because I looked and I couldn't find, so Brad said it was up on Saturday. So something happened between Friday and Saturday. I couldn't find anything. Weird. Like if they found out where the smoke was, somebody smoking a cigarette. I mean, where did the smoke come from? Right. It doesn't just appear. Or was it 
I, I mean, come on, because you think it's it's dark and it has all the lights. Was it just playing tricks on somebody? Like they thought they saw smoke, you know, that kind of thing? No, I think there was reported smoke. Yes. Was I there? do think that there actually was smoke from somewhere, something, just no actual fire. And through all of this, I found out that there is a Facebook group of like people who have been like evacuated from Disney rides. Oh, like, really? apparently that's no a way. Thing. I'm gonna have to find this group. People want to be evacuated from a Disney ride. Like it's like a badge of honor and an exciting oh, yeah. thing. And people are like, I've only done it twice. And Did like, you see what? the one? I guess it was it was last week. It was on. I saw it on TikTok. It was. Um, over Animal Kingdom on Expedition Everest and they were at the top where it gets ready to come back and it oh, was stuck no. and they had to evacuate them and they had to walk all the way down that big thing. Uh, My no, dream no. ride to be evacuated off of would be Pirates of the Caribbean and Peter Pan. Haunted Mansion for me. I always get stuck on Haunted Mansion though but I've never been evacuated. It stops a lot. It, it does. does stop a lot. It's an older ride and I think it's just not able to accommodate um, handicapped individuals. Yeah, I feel yeah. like the Omnimover is the fastest moving Omnimover system on right. property. Because um, I feel like compared to all the other ones, that thing's going at a pretty steady clip and you, you've got to kind of get going with it before you can hop on to one of the doom buggies. Yes. Yep. So guests can once again light up the night at Disney's Hollywood Studios with the return of the wonderful world of animation and Disney movie magic nighttime projection shows. The shows take place in front of the Chinese theater, featuring highlights from Disney's vast library of live action and animated films. Both shows have been removed from online schedules, but have since been restored. Disney movie magic is currently scheduled to run at 8.40 p.m., followed by the wonderful world of the animation at 9 p.m. And then there's this large empty space behind that where my Star Wars dessert party is supposed to be. <laughs> um, Disney, where is my Star Wars dessert party? <laughs> she needs it Sarah back is willing by to January. Pay. Get on it, Disney. You got a month. Come on, Disney. Um, no, I like, the, I like those shows. They're fun. And um, it's nice to see. And it, I like that touch of Disney history, you know? No, oh, no, I agree. Okay, this was some big controversial news this week, and I know it will not make any of you sad, but Susan Arnold has been named Bob Iger's successor as the chairman of the board for Walt Disney Company. It was reported by Variety this week. It was reported by a lot of people, actually. The former Walt Disney CEO, Bob Iger, takes his leave officially at December 31st of this month, and Arnold has been a director at the Walt Disney Company since... 2007 and it's customary usually that the CEO takes the seat on the Disney's board but the board voted no confidence in Bob Paycheck Chapek. When we saw that this week so we investigated exactly what that means for him no confidence but typically when a when a board declares someone no confidence it's kind of a warning to the CEO and could mean that they're on their way out. This is all speculation, of course, but we know that the stockholders and Disney guests and us, <laughs> well, we're the Disney guests, are not happy with where the Disney stocks have been floundering or they, how they've been floundering since Jake took the reins. And from the board's mouth to God's ears, we are hoping that he will have a departure very soon. Something's got to give. I, I, I mean, 
I know I'm the one that sent you the sent you the article when it first came out, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I know you she's know, like, "Did I... you see this?" <laughs> um, and then yeah, I was showing it to Brad too, but he wanted to look it up, so he looked it up for me to see. He's like, "What does that mean?" And then Nick said he wouldn't be surprised if that was his warning. Hello, we're not making you this. He said, "Of course, he doesn't know anything for sure either," but he said no one's happy which i don't think i realize how bad the stocks uh-uh. have been going all over the place and that's a big deal you don't mess with business people's money can you imagine being him like it's just i i have a hard time wrapping my head around like okay well he's super rich <laughs> and yeah. so maybe he's happy but like everybody hates you like everybody you're the board they uh, just gave you a vote of no confidence and it's all over the place there's people petitioning to have you removed like are you happy well so in that article on the front page he's got this like cocky attitude where he's standing there with his arms crossed in his chest and he's not approachable at all no. his picture shows that his picture shows like you know what he reminds me of the king yeah. of siam from um the king and i when he would, because I was in that place. So oh yeah, you're right. I'm envisioning what the guy that played the part, and he watched the movie so many times. And when I would watch the movie, I'm like, oh my gosh, he really nailed that character. Like he looks down on the little people, you know, his 20 something wives or whatever. Um, that's how I feel like when I look at him, is he's like the king, he thinks he's the king. So of maybe he yeah. doesn't care. And he's just, I just, I care too much about what other people think. And so this would, I would be devastated. Me too. that like, everybody hates me. Like, it doesn't matter to him it, that he makes these big bucks. It's nickel and dime and the rest of us to that. I'm going to play, and I usually don't play this role when it comes to him, but I'm going to play devil's advocate here and say that anyone in as big and powerful a position as he is has to walk a very difficult line in where you're not going to make anyone or everyone happy I should right. say right and it might have been expressed to him when he took over that his goal was to make back the money that Disney has lost through the pandemic and if that's the case then yeah. he's doing what he set out to do and I don't think as Disney guests we we just don't know all of the behind the scenes thing now yes mm-hmm. I have been very unhappy with several of the things that have happened um but I don't know if it's just him and is has he been also put in the role of a sort of a is he the scapegoat you know would they they're getting back to where they need to go we're gonna toss him out now and then bring in someone that's gonna bring back that feeling that we all love I mean that's just me coming up with stuff right now but um I, I, in a way, you know, I feel bad for the guy. <laughs> He's, you know, we don't know. I don't know who he is as a person. I mean, is it gotten so bad that like he didn't come to D23? And, you know, that usually that that is something that someone in his role would attend. So what's going on behind the scenes that we don't know about? Right. And now that they made that woman, Susan Arnold, I think is her name. Um, I already went through my notes. Um, and she does have 14 years of experience and she was there when we, when Disney went in its prime and there were still discounts going on. That's been the biggest thing with, uh, the people on social media is where are these discounts? Cause I know mm-hmm. one of my clients, she booked her trip mm-hmm. in February, but she knows from years past 
there's usually a discount involved at the beginning of the year and there's nothing and they don't yeah. understand. So, me either. Yeah. Look see, at me. <laughs> yeah, that would have been you as well. Yeah. And, um, but I was going to say, I know you guys have never been to Branson to my knowledge, but Steph and I both have. And Steph, did you ever see It's a Wonderful Life there? Yes. And the one, that song, money, 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 when he's, <laughs> when he's playing um, the bad guy. Oh, I lost yeah. his name. Anyway, that's the song I think of every time I see that evil, like Cheshire cat smile on Bob <laughs> Chapik's face is that he's just thinking, how can I make more money? I'm going to get mm -hmm. more money from these people. And so, and I hope. I'm wrong and you're right, Sarah, but. Well, I, I want the discounts back too. Trust me. Um, I, I, it is, whew, it is a hard pill to swallow what we are paying to go mm -hmm. this coming January. And I cannot tell you how many times I've gone back and thought we need to change what we're doing. And then I, you know, an hour later, I tell myself, it's just money. It's just money. You'll make more. I know, but it's... Yeah, it's I know. Tough. I get it. Ooh. I get it. But your kids are tough. little, Sarah. This is what I have to... You're making memories. I was going to say, in my head, I have to think... You can't put a price on memories. Right. And you go only True. every two years. Mm -hmm. And your girls are growing quickly. There's like I our know, kids. I know, I know, I know. And Ugh. so that's what you have to remember. Now, if you were like the rest of us, where we go, you know, every year or multiple times a year... You could pick something that was a little cheaper. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where this is your one big thing in two years, so. Yeah, absolutely. It's how it's how we like to do it. Um, so you can do it bigger and do it fancier and have more fun with it. Yeah. It, but it's, it, yeah, it's hard to do. It's like, as soon as this get, this trip gets done, I've got to, I have to start saving for the next one. I was like you, Sarah. We went every two years and that was it. Now we're just insane. Speaking yeah. of, of discounts and free, I can't believe I'm about to say the word free. I know. Free. But Disney Vacation Club members are going to get a tiny little carrot dangle in front of them. They get a little bit of something, something. They can now register to access a special viewing area during Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks at Disney's Very Merriest After Hours in Magic Kingdom. This access is at no extra cost. This doesn't happen often. I <laughs> well, think it, it's built into the cost of the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> be, I mean, right. they pay a pretty penny <laughs> to be at a, a Disney Vacation Club member. They deserve a little something. But a lot of times they just have these extra, like, it, I mean, it, it, all of these things cost. They go ahead and just keep on piling it on and saying, and now you owe this, and now you owe this. Or maybe they give them a discount because you're a vacation club member and we'll discount this ticket for you. No, they're actually going to do it at no cost. So Disney vacation club members who have tickets to any of the parties between now and December 21st can register as many as four people to access uh, for access on a link that's provided by Disney. We're happy that Disney is finally recognizing the DVC members with something free um, because we all know the prices just keep on going up. Disney and free have not been something that we've heard <laughs> in a long time together. Right. I'm so sad. <laughs> true. 
So on Sunday, the official Disneyland Magic Key Instagram account made a post honoring Walt Disney's 120th birthday. Can you believe that he would have been 120 years old? So crazy. Doesn't seem like it. While the sentiment is much appreciated by us Disney fans, some may notice the caption had a major error in it. The quote, which we all know, if you can dream it, you can do it, has often been misattributed to Walt Disney. But it seems particularly shocking when done by an official Disney account. So D23 has even written about the misquote before in a Q&A with Dave Smith, the author, author of Disney Trivia from the Vault. Um, Smith's book notes, despite its frequent publication, that is not a Walt Disney quote, which is news to me. We checked with the Imagineer Tom Fitzgerald for and for a definitive answer. Um, I am very familiar with that line because I wrote it. It was written specifically for the Horizons attraction at Epcot and used in numerous ways, from dialogue in the ride to graphics. So there you go. It wasn't Walt Disney that said it. It was Tom Fitzgerald. I have to tell you, though, that made me so sad. It does, because I've used that a lot. That's my quote on my on my signature for my email address. And it's, we're living a lie. <laughs> right. That was hard. That was hard to hear. It was. Uh, probably a lot of things people said that they're quoted for were they got from somebody else. It's true. Probably. <laughs> so guests looking to take a culinary tour of France will have to pay slightly more as price increases have hit Chefs de France at Epcot. The increases mostly affect beverages, though several food items have also been included. This is just the latest change to the pricing, with several increases happening in the last 18 months. The price for food has increased anywhere from 20 to 75 cents. And the big one here is going to be the wine, which has increased from anywhere from 20 cents per glass to over a hundred dollars for a bottle you will want to take a look at this before making a reservation so you aren't shocked after you are already there the chefs de france is still one of the best restaurants on property and has great reviews um, and just so you know before making any reservations at any disney restaurant you can always find the menu online and see what they have available and they have prices. They don't hide that from you. I like that about Disney. It is nice. Sometimes I do run into having a little bit of trouble finding out what um, some of the kids' items might be priced. Right. But um, it'll be less than the adult price. That's right. So hey, can... that saved me money in our trip in October because Amy and Jaden both ate off the kids' menu a lot. And let me tell you, it helps. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, Gina's friend ate off the kids' menu. Yeah, Tammy did. We're allowed to. That's what I said. As long as it's not it's not a buffet, they'll let you order off the kids' menu. I didn't know that either. See, and I've heard they, they'll let you order off the kids' menu, but they'll charge you for an adult price, and they'll give you more of it. No, they didn't hurt. They charged her the kid price. And they gave her the kid amount, but it was a huge amount of food. It was a big amount. I imagine if you're on the dining plan, which doesn't exist yeah. right now, right? 
you wouldn't, you know, they would still charge you. Because I remember going, yeah. and the first thing they do is they say, okay, you're on the such and such, and such dining plan, and you have two adults and two kids. and Right. Speaking of the dining plan, I am so surprised that we have not heard anything about it coming back, especially with 2022 coming around the corner. Well, and that's a moneymaker for them. They get more money. I have several people asking about it. We just made all of our dining reservations about a week ago. And right now, we have saved enough money to cover the dining plan if it comes back. Because I simply like the convenience of it, even knowing yeah, that too. I will oh, save sure. money. <laughs> me too. Um, not doing the dining plan. And now I'm, I'm still thinking, because I, I thought for sure it was going to be back when we went. Me too. Um, I thought it for sure was going to come back at least by Christmas. Right. As busy as it's been. So now also with the... Um, with the uptick in coronavirus cases, I'm like, well, maybe what we do is, I was lucky enough to get Space 220, so I was like, let's cancel most of our table service reservations, with the exception of Space 220, and maybe another one, and then just eat quick service and eat outside and save money. But we'll see what happens. I'm still kind of waiting to see if they say the dining plan's coming back for 2022. Speaking of Space 220, since you brought that up, Gina, you know how you wanted us to be able to go in and like have a drink and a dessert or something that is Ooh. available for reservations now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they're already totally booked. <laughs> yeah, true. So I have a client that asked me, it was one night she sent me a message and said, is the Space 220 Lounge, does it take reservations? And I said, no, it doesn't. That would be a great option for you because we haven't been able to get her a reservation. And... Um, the very next day, it popped up on my news feed that they were now taking reservations. And I just thought, oh, crap. I know. <laughs> I had, and I had to call her back. She's a friend of mine, but I had to call her back and say, I am so sorry. <laughs> what I told you yesterday is no longer true. Yeah, but that's how Disney works. And we I can't know. always forecast what they're going to say or do. Yeah. As of yesterday, you yeah. couldn't, but as of today, you yeah. can. <laughs> it's always a good way to preface any information you're giving to anyone. As of right now, at this minute, and this hour, this day, um, this is what how it goes. But, We've had to yeah. do that a lot since the pandemic yes. because yes, we have. so many things have been up, down, all around. I mean, I will say it is very unusual for a lounge at Disney World to take reservations. But I think it was because there was so much, like, us. Hype. Like, people mm -hmm. wanted to go in, but they don't necessarily want to eat dinner, you know? Yeah. So the Lunar New Year celebration at in Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival will both be returning in 2022. The Lunar New Year celebration is going to take place from January 21st through February 13th. And I don't remember this celebration. It sounds really cool. And then the California Adventure Food and Wine Festival, which is like what we have here in the fall, or excuse me, not here, but in Florida, will run from March 4th to April 26, 2022. So you might want to mark your calendars or call your travel agent today, call one of us, so we can help you book a trip so you can go see that. Lunar New Year at Disney California Adventure Park is a joyous celebration with which commemorates traditions of Chinese, Korean, and Vietnamese cultures. And the festival is filled with multicultural performances, special activities, culinary delights, 
beautiful decor, celebratory merchandise, and more. In 2022, they're gonna be celebrating the Year of the Tiger at the Lunar New Year Festival. New this year, Tigger is gonna join in on the fun, obviously because he's a tiger, along with beloved Disney characters like Mulan and Mushu, Mickey and Minnie, the Three Little Pigs, and more. And they'll all be wearing festive attire for the Lunar New Year celebration. That sounds so neat. Yay! Adding on to that excitement of the Lunar New Year, Raya from Walt Disney's animation studios film Raya and the Last Dragon is going to be appearing for the very first time at Disneyland Resort during the celebration. You'll be able to see Raya in a setting inspired by her native Kamandra, um, recreated in the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail. The captivating Mulan Lunar New Year procession will return. This bright and bold performance hosted by Mulan and her faithful dragon Musha will feature dozens of spirited parade performers as they honor family, friendship, and the potential for a fortunate filled, uh, a fortune filled new year. Live musical entertainment will also be enjoyed at the Paradise Garden Bandstand. The Sip and Savor Pass will also be back, so that's exciting, for extra enjoyment as you taste your way through the four Lunar New Year marketplaces, all featuring delicious Asian cuisine. Additionally, there will be special Lunar New Year-inspired food and beverage offerings at select dining locations throughout the park. I like that they're including the new Ryan, the last yes. dragon. Um, it's I love that movie. Oh, and I did it again. I said Raya. You were the one, Sarah, who pointed out it's not Raya. Oh no, yeah, it's Raya. It's Raya. Well, I think it's exciting that that's it's coming to Disneyland, and I mean she hasn't been there before. <laughs> she hasn't been anywhere, so that's kind of cool. Yes, I know. I realize that in California, there's probably a few more people that celebrate the Lunar New Year. But it would be nice to have something like that in um, Orlando. All right, so we're going to hop back over to Orlando. So we told you that the gingerbread houses and the carousel were back. But this week, we were introduced to the gingerbread giraffe. He's so cute. He is cute. You can find the gingerbread giraffe at Animal Kingdom Lodge. The, how, is it, how do you say that? Gin gingerraff. Aha. Was easier than I thought it was. The ginger app was created by pastry chef Michael Craig and will be on display through January 1st. It's the size of a baby giraffe. The baby ginger app can be found near the back of Jumbo House lobby just before the staircase. Its face is incredibly detailed and it is so cute. If you are not going to see it in person, jump online and look at the pictures. But the pictures can't do it justice. It's I just don't think it cute. can, but I'm so excited now to take my mom to see that. It's adorable. It's just such a fun play on words, ginger giraffe. Whoever thought of this idea it, it was a genius. Is a genius. I mean, yeah. I love gingerbread too. I like to make gingerbread cookies this time of year. My kids don't like it though. I got Disney uh, gingerbread um, cookies cookie cutters this year Aww. so um amy and i are gonna make some if we ever get some time so we do all of the cookies the cutout cookies but we just do sugar cutout cookies because mm. we make our gingerbread men with sugar cookies <laughs> well amy loves gingerbread cookies and the mall has them like at that what is that that cookie 
house or whatever. Well, for the past, I guess since the pandemic, they haven't had them. Oh, wow. So Abby's been mad. She's, she's like, Mom, can we make gingerbread cookies this year? Like, I guess. You're supposed Sorry, to make them with butterscotch pudding. Oh. Really? You'll have to send me a recipe. I'll have to find it. But yeah, I heard that that's the best way to make them because it makes them more flavorful or something. Hmm. I'll find it for you. I mean, I'll eat like one. But then after that, I'm kind of done. It's just a thing that reminds me of my grandma. I think that's why I have it. Mm. So, some uh, something interesting happened. Disney released their latest preview of the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser during the wonderful world of Disney magical holiday celebration last month. But the video has now mysteriously disappeared along with all of the official related social media posts. The preview, which featured Sean Giambroni of the Goldbergs, I don't know if I'm saying his last name correctly, exploring a couple of features of the upcoming three-day, two-night hotel experience. The video is now gone from YouTube along with a tweet that featured the clip. Some speculate that the video has been removed as a result of public criticisms. What do y'all think happened? I never saw it, so... I didn't see it either. I think they wanted to give us... Maybe it was an accident. Maybe they weren't supposed to release it yet. That's what I was wondering. Um, if it was one of those things where they had the media come. Like, there was a time that I know, uh, and Gina probably saw it too, because she watches Tim the Tracker like I do. He went to something that was a release, and he said, I'm not allowed to release any information about this as of yet, or I will get in trouble with Disney. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder. That's what I think. I, I think it was accidentally released. That's a pretty big accident Oops. to happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it was, here's my thought. Okay, maybe they're like us that do our social media posts beforehand. Okay, mm-hmm. and we schedule it, and they just scheduled it accidentally for the wrong Incorrectly. time. Yeah, it's yeah. possible. And they didn't catch it until it was already posted. And then they said, "Oopsies." No kidding. Somebody called. Somebody got on the phone and called. What the heck did you do? And I don't know. I just think for come with a company as big as Disney, there's usually a lot of checks that happen. Yeah. So did anybody do this on purpose? Yeah, who knows? Maybe. We will never know. <laughs> we'll just have to speculate till we find out for sure. Until then. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Sarah and Gina, for joining Stephanie and myself for the rumors and news. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or text us at 636-395-0544. If you would like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can text us, Gina, Sarah, Stephanie, or myself, Vicki, at 636-395-0544. And it's just a reminder that a $200 deposit can hold your reservation. And be sure to listen to Friday's show. Vicki talked to her Disney friends, Karen and Megan, about the recent trip to Disney when they did the Wine and Dine Challenge. Something I'm super jealous. <laughs> one year I will get to do that one. <laughs> As always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. See you real soon. May all your dreams come true. Have a magical day, my friends. 